0: Hey, friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work with Stitch Fix. You get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe.
1: I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know?
0: Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D, stitchfix.com slash naked. Well, Travis and Josie, welcome to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We love having you guys here. And um, like we said in the intro, Travis and Josie are actually little friends of ours. Like we do life with them, we live in the same town and go to the same church, and we just dearly love their family. And we are just thrilled to have you guys here today. So welcome.
2: Well, thank you, thank you so much for having us. We're thank excited you. to be here.
3: Yeah, thanks. So now we're super excited to have you here. And um, you know, we've had a lot of a lot of laughs through the years. And you know, every time we get together, I feel like there's just so much joy and so much laughter. And hopefully, we're gonna have some of that today. But we're also today talking about a uh, pretty heavy heavy subject matter. Yeah. Um, and we're doing it because I feel like this conversation is going to bring some real help and hope to f- folks who've walked through uh, one of the most difficult situations that a marriage uh, or life in general can can face, which is the aftermath of an affair. And this is uh, part of your all's testimony and something that you you know so graciously have offered to come and, and kind of share your journey with us. And there are people listening right now who um, who I know are in, in that boat, maybe very fresh in it. Maybe they've just found out about uh, their spouse's unfaithfulness, or maybe they themselves have been caught up in an inappropriate relationship. And they're just reeling, they're looking for next steps, they're wondering, is there any hope at all for our marriage? Um, and I just want to right off the bat just for all those who are listening, just say there is hope. Yes. Uh, and Jesus yeah. is bigger than our biggest mistakes. He's bigger than our biggest sin. He's bigger than our biggest pain. And Travis and Josie, they've walked through and continue to walk through um, the, the healing journey that that can can come when two people are willing to commit it all into God's hands. And so um, I'm hoping to not do a whole lot of talking uh, today because these two have so much wisdom to share and we've uh, we've been able to hear their story, and we're just honored to share that with you. So, so guys, Travis and Josie, just to kind of to tee it up for you, um, you know, rewind the clock now back three years ago, and uh, take us to those early days uh, after after the the affair came to light, and kind of right where some people are right now when they're listening. They're they're right in that critical place. They, they Googled, what do I do after I've had an affair, after my my spouse has had an affair, and they have found this conversation. I believe by God's providence, they found this conversation. And so they're they're there wondering, what do I do? And so take us back to when you were there, and what were those early days like for you?
2: Um, so right after I found out about um, what had happened, um, you know, honestly, I was in shock. Um, this was this wasn't anything that um, I ever believed would happen um, to me or to us. Um, so I didn't have. This wasn't anything I suspected. Um, so I was in real shock, um, which was traumatizing. Honestly, sure. um, there was real trauma that took place in those first moments, those first few days, um, after finding out and, you know, honestly, I was just broken. I was brokenhearted. I was devastated. Um, this, this is, this was, I mean, he is my best friend, but he was my best friend. Um, and the loss that I felt was just so huge. Right.
0: Mm. Absolutely. In in those first moments, Josie, when you when you realize what has what had happened, and you're like, "Oh my goodness, Travis, you know, has had an affair, or is involved in an affair at the time." Mm-hmm. Um, were you able, you know, how did you handle that? Were you able to address it with him, you know, what did that look like?
2: Um, so initially, um, I I wasn't really made aware of the extent of everything, um, and at first there was, um, a good bit of denial on his part. Um, I knew, I knew that something had happened or was happening. I just didn't know the extent of it. So I attempted to address it and face it. um, and there was a little, there was, there was a good bit of denial at first Um, and he can speak more to that. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I I definitely tried to a, address it with him um those you know especially that first those first couple of days um but you know it was just something that was you know really hard for for him to face at the time.
4: Sure. Yeah, when I was made aware that she knew uh I denied everything. I I had been living in shame for uh, the short period of time that this was going on. Mm-hmm. And so I, there I was faced with my shame and here I couldn't make the decision for myself to be up front with her. The decision was made for me. Right. Uh, she, she found out about it and confronted me and <clears throat> I wasn't ready. Uh, no one is. Uh, so when she approached me with it. uh, I couldn't no longer deny that it was in my face. So uh, uh, I denied a lot of what she told me uh, and then held on to that denial. uh, only, Only from what she told me, I admitted to, but there was more to it that didn't come out until months later.
0: Sure. Yeah. And eventually, and I know in talking through this with you guys, um, I love the terminology you use when you when everything's out on the table. What what is that term? You call it like full uh, full disclosure. disclosure. Full
2: Disclosure. Yes. Right.
0: And can you describe that for me? Because when you guys tell it, it's just so I feel like the process will be so helpful to those maybe walking through this.
2: Um. So full disclosure is really just laying everything out there. Right. Um. um and. Like he said, um, full disclosure for us did not happen for about six months after initially finding out. And what that looked like was um, him sitting me down after about six months um, and just telling me the full extent of what had taken place, and um, which, of course, was followed by a lot of questions from me and him answering all of those questions
4: and the, the level of detail was, was, um, really up to her, how much she wanted to know. Um, and in our situation, I gave all the details she asked for, mm-hmm. uh, from beginning to end, when it started, where I was, uh, what led me to this place. And, uh, I think that that goes along with full disclosure uh, about um, her spouse. Uh, how much detail they actually ask for? Because a lot of times, uh, you you can't give as much detail as you would as you as you would want to have,
0: right?
4: Because you can't really explain sometimes uh, everything that's going on, um, you know, to to their because there's so many questions that are being asked, right? And uh, so I just had to, you know, give her everything that, that she asked for.
3: And that's so healthy. And yeah. if, if you're listening now and you're in that that dynamic and I, if if you've not confessed everything or if you've held back on details your spouse has asked for, because in your mind you're, you're thinking, I'm trying to protect them by not sharing this or by not putting certain images and thoughts in their head. It's really that secrecy doesn't ultimately protect them. It might cause pain. Um, In the short term but your spouse needs to know that you will answer honestly any question and the Mm -hmm. spouse that's been uh, that's been offended that's been wronged they have a right to as much detail as they want and that's a wise thing that Travis and Josie did was to get to that place of full disclosure where um where Travis was willing to answer every question in as much detail as she wanted Mm -hmm. and I think that that's a that's a really practical step in the process for those who are listening who may be in that. So, so guys, as you move forward from that kind of those full disclosure conversations, um, what, what did the next season look like in, in terms of what was most helpful? I know that you guys got into a, an in affair recovery group. I'd love for you to talk some about that because I think that could be a really helpful step for those who are listening and let people know where they can even find that sort of thing. But then even at home, just your conversations at home, the dynamic of your relationship, how things looked differently. What do you remember about that season and specifically what was most helpful during that part of the healing?
2: Um, So even before full disclosure, so right after I found out, um, I um, basically just got online and started looking for, Uh, resources that I felt would be helpful because I was just looking for sort of hope. Um, I didn't, I didn't necessarily even know, you know, which way this was going to go, but in my, in my desperation and in my pain, I was looking for hope and I just happened to stumble across um, a fair recovery online. Um, And basically, I mean, it was, it was YouTube. Um, And it was just videos of um, just story after story after story of couples who have walked this journey, who have, um, you know, who have gone through similar things and who have, um, you know, managed to heal from from the pain of infidelity and, and come out on the other side of it. Um, and, and so that was, you know, just weeks after I first found out, um, I, I was already watching those videos and and Travis was even watching, um, some of that with me. Um, but really the, the real work didn't really take place until full disclosure. Um, and after, after everything came out, um, my, things kind of shifted for me because I went from, I mean, of course I was sad um, initially, but I went from, you know, kind of this sad, lonely place to just full on anger um, after full disclosure, unfortunately. Sure. Um, um, And that's a natural response. Yeah. 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 Um, So post- full disclosure um is when you know I kind of had even just I didn't know what to do. I almost decided to just, you know, I was thinking of walking away, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of when Travis um he kind of took the reins and um decided to do his own um looking into a fair recovery. And he, you know, Looked for the resources and um, asked me to to you know do a few things. I think the first thing we did was was like a I don't know if it was a, like a three day boot camp um, or something like that. And you know I reluctantly you know chose to do that, um, which was really difficult. Yeah, I'm sure. But. Um, I, I just can't say enough good things about a fair recovery I mean, that the, the materials and the resources, um, and the programs are they're, they're all just designed to help people navigate something like this. And, um, it was just really helpful for us. So after that boot camp, um, you know, things were not good. They were not, you know, we <laughs> sure. had completed it. Mm-hmm. Um, And which is good, but, you know, things were just not good. Um, and so after that, there, there was another, um, program that he decided, you know, he wanted to do and, you know, came to me again and and asked if we could do that. And uh, again, I was reluctant, um, and fought through that a little bit, um, but ultimately decided to, to do it. And, you know,
1: I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale, Hillsdale,
2: Uh, during those first few months after full disclosure, it, that it, I mean, it's probably um, the thing that that really kind of saved us. You know, obviously God saved our marriage, mm-hmm. but um, it was just something really practical that we could um, use. Um, that they gave us the tools really right. to, to kind of figure everything out.
4: Leaning in on our, uh, pastor, uh, we leaned in on prayer okay. and, uh, where we had, uh, unfortunately drifted mm-hmm. away from a, uh, consistent church schedule. We got back into church heavily, um, I had to put in a lot of work. I wanted to put in a lot of work. What I was facing was the potential to lose my best friend. Mm -hmm. And um, I couldn't let that happen. So uh, putting in all the effort, looking into resources, uh, going over step-by-step my story uh, whenever she asked for it, um, being willing to put in the work, uh, confronting my shame, uh, humbling myself so that I wouldn't live with the guilt and the shame right. was something that was very, very difficult to manage. And just up till recently. Um, you know, within the last year, i still struggled with, with, with the shame of it all.
0: Right. Yeah. Forgiving yourself is sometimes the hardest, you know, and, um, Gosh, you guys are such an inspiration. You know, I remember just recently we sat down and ate some yummy Mediterranean food together. And um, I remember you guys specifically talking about what a notable difference it has made in your life, uh, you know, to choose the right people to surround yourself with. And I remember distinctly, and we don't have to say um, who in particular they were, but I do remember you guys saying there were different people, you know, that would tell you, tell you, Josie, you know, why don't you cheat on him too, and then you guys can be even. Or Travis, you would have people tell you, you know, she's never going to forgive you. You can't fully tell her what happened. And I remember you all saying this, and this was from multiple people in your life who you know love you. There's no doubt those people care about you, but didn't necessarily have good advice. And I. I think that's such an important point to make um, is you have to be careful who you share this with. I remember you guys (laughs) saying that, that you kind of learned that and, um, and also to surround yourself with people that, you know, you know, love God, love you, love your spouse and are for your marriage. And can you guys speak a little more to that?
2: Sure. Um, Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really important point to make. Um,
4: Safe people.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think we made the mistake of of probably oversharing in the beginning, um, especially on my part. Um, but I do think it's important to find, you know, a couple of people that you can trust, that you feel safe with, uh, yeah. to kind of share share everything with, um, and kind of walk through th- through this with you it's actually a really common response for a hurt spouse to want to hurt, you know, in return, um, and seek revenge. Uh, but ultimately I think that in doing that, it just creates another layer of pain. Mm -hmm. Um, sure. I mean, had I chosen to do that? And and I'm I'm not saying that I didn't ever struggle with those thoughts. I'm human. Um, but Ultimately, had I chosen to do that, I would really be hurting myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And but yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it's just it's the way that people respond sometimes um, in an attempt to cope probably with with the pain.
4: A lot of people doubted uh, Josie and I and our marriage. They doubted our strength, doubted they doubted her. They doubted me uh, that we couldn't pull this back together. Uh, a lot of doubts, you know, she's never going to trust you again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might as well just um, hang up the towel now, uh, walk away, um, you know, with your, with your pride and, and uh, things were being whispered into her ear. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, I felt uh, completely compelled and wanted a long time lasting marriage with you mm-hmm. and and uh, really hated that I made the mistake, but I chose not to listen to those negative voices uh, that were just trying their best to, to seek in and take over uh, what a great thing that we had yeah. and still have. Now.
2: Well, I think that's just a really um, when I had heard that, you know, he was being Told things like that. I just, for me, I just think that's a really, um, sad message to, to give somebody. Um, yeah, yes, it was, it was bad. Um, and sometimes people, you know, sometimes staying together, isn't the, the best option for a couple. Um, but there are times when, when it can work, you can, you can heal, um, you know, unfortunately, this is something that that um, a, a lot of couples go through. Yeah. Um, you know, the struggles that he has. You know, his struggles. Some of some of his struggles he's carried with him mm-hmm. for years, and you know, these are just things that happen sometimes. I have my own struggles. Right. Um. So yeah. Yeah.
3: You know, as I listen to you guys uh, share your story and uh, see where you are now, just, you know, just these few short years later, and I'm, one, just as a friend, so proud of you yes. and um, h- how you've chosen to to fight for healing, but a few very practical things I've seen in both of you that I think are part of that healing journey that for those listening and they're like, you know, what do we do to, to get to that place of healing? Um, you know, Josie, for your part, um, you, you chose grace, Mm -hmm. and grace is a choice, you know, Mm -hmm. over your feelings, because our feelings will lie to us, and I'm sure every Mm -hmm. feeling you had justifiably was saying, don't forgive, leave, um, all those feelings, but instead you chose, say, Lord, I'm going to trust this in your hands, and I'm going to choose grace, and I'm going to go to this affair recovery class, even though I don't want to, even though I know it's going to be painful, I'm choosing to go as an extension of grace and as an opportunity to bring healing Um, and over and over again, you've had to make choices like that. And it's, it shows your strength and it shows your character, shows your faith. And, uh, you're really just a hero Mm -hmm. in the story. And Travis, you did on the, in the aftermath, you did a lot that was, that was right as well. You, you were proactive in seeking out opportunities Mm -hmm. for healing. You know, you were the one that was taking the initiative to say, what can we do i'm going to find solutions i'm going to find some some people who can help us i'm going to find some programs that can help us i'm going to take the lead there in this healing i'm going to share with with josie everything she wants to know i'm going to mm-hmm. be completely honest i'm going to be completely transparent i'm going to let her see me fighting for her and um and i'm going to i'm going to keep doing that and both of you have kept doing that you've you know you've had to continue to to choose to be that honest and transparent. and full disclosure has just become kind of part of the part of your natural marriage now in all areas. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. so we're really about out of time, but kind of bring us to just where you are right now. Um, you know what what God's done over these last three three years, what what you're learning right now in this stage of the journey and um, and what you would say to those who are listening who are maybe not as far along as you are to give them some, some next steps.
2: Uh, Yeah. Um, well, so right now, I mean, honestly there's still healing that's taken place. Um, healing is a, a process. It's a long process. I definitely feel like there has been healing. Um, and I believe that, you know, we've come out on the other side of it. Um, You know, you wouldn't believe it, but you really can have, um, an even better marriage after something like this. And I know I heard that three years ago after finding out, and I thought there's no way, way. there's no way that one, we're going to survive it or, and get through it. And two, you know, we can have, we can have a good marriage after this. Um, but it's the truth and it takes a lot of work, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of work and a lot of effort, um, on both parts. Um, you know, for Travis, it did, it took a lot of, he you know, he had, he had to be completely honest and, you know, there was vulnerability in that, that, um, that just, um, um, there was a lot that depended on, his willingness to be open and honest, sure. And um,
4: I grew as a
2: person.
4: Yeah, I feel like I've, I feel like I've grown as a person, as a man through this. Unfortunately, this, this was a terrible thing, but it opened it opened my eyes and my heart to a lot of wisdom that I had uh, just been running from and uh denying and so now i feel confident in our relationship uh not that i wasn't confident then i just feel more confident now that i'm able to confront shame and push back um uh the enemy with uh with uh, the lord's strength Mm -hmm. and um you know, even our day to day, I just I see clearer and she sees me clear um, just uh, as the Willis would say, I, I, it's a it's a naked marriage. <laughs> it's, it's a naked marriage and, and it's 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 beautiful.
0: I love it, you guys. Seriously, it brings tears to my eyes. I just i am so proud of you guys. I want to echo what Dave said. And I want to say this too. They have mentioned a resource that meant the world to them, and that is a ministry called Affair Recovery. And so if you Google Affair Recovery, it is a Christian ministry, um, so it is biblically based. But what is so cool about this ministry, and and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, this was actually started by a couple that did recover from an affair. And all the people that they kind of assign as leaders— also have come through an affair. And I just right. I just always say that, you know, we can someone can teach you something, but there's nothing like someone teaching you something that they have also walked through. There is right. such power in that. And it's one of the main mm-hmm. ways that I feel like God redeems something. And really it takes the sting, mm-hmm. you know, it takes some of the sting off of it because God can use it for good. And I see you guys just today having such strength and being willing to use one of your darkest, hardest moments of your life to to help to allow God to use it for good in others lives. And I hope that this was cathartic for you in that way because I know this isn't easy. And and all mm. the listeners and those watching on YouTube, you all know this isn't easy. I mean this is a couple just being so amazing and so just full of strength to do this today. And so I just want to thank you from the bottom of our heart for doing this. I um I'm just so grateful for you. I'm grateful to call you a friend. And um and we just love you guys.
2: Yeah, we love
4: y'all too. So what I would say to those that um, are struggling with this is that you should confront this um, and that there is hope. Mm-hmm. Um, talk you're to, not you're not alone. Uh, talk mm-hmm. to safe people. Um, sharing this story can, um, with safe people can help you. It can help your relationship. Um, you don't have to fight this fight alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, put God first in your life and it'll better you and, and your, uh, your relationship and the people that you surround yourself with.
0: I love that guys. Thank you. And I, I want to make sure, I know there's going to be some listeners and people watching on YouTube who want to get in touch with you. And so Josie, if, is there a way they can do that?
2: Yeah. So um, if anybody wants to reach out to us, they can email us at um, Travis and Josie Pittman at gmail.com. Travis and yeah. Josie Pittman. And we're going to put that in the show and, notes.
3: And that's Josie, J-O-S-I-E.
0: Yes. And, I Pitt, e, and Pittman with two T's.
3: P-I-T-T-M-A-N. Right. So yes. Travis and Josie Pittman, all spelled out at gmail.com. And yes. we'll put that in the show notes. Yes. Guys, yes. thank you a million for just uh, your your real life, beautiful example, your courage, your friendship. We love you guys. And for those who are listening, thank you for, uh, for listening. And please do us a favor, share this episode. Yes. Um, even if this, this hasn't been part of your story, even if you yourself have not yet been through uh, and hopefully maybe ever been through an affair and hopefully won't. There are many out there who need this message. Yes, many. And so put this on social media. Text this episode to a friend if you know they've experienced this. I believe that what Travis and Josie have shared with us today will give us a lot of hope. If you want to talk to someone on our team, if this has kind of made you realize you, you need to to talk to a counselor or talk to someone, we have a team here available uh, that could be part of that healing journey. You can reach them at xoMarriage dot com slash help, and uh, and we just hope that that today's encouraged you once yeah. again. Thanks again, Travis and Josie. Thank we love you, you guys.
0: guys. Bye bye.